Welcome to the Art Chatter podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaydon Leverett-Shakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Good morning, Karen. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, and I can't believe we're already episode four. Goodness Crazy me. times. <laughs> how, how have you been anyway? Have you been up to anything? Yeah, well, um, not much studio work. Um, the last week I've had some time out of the studio. Hubs has been off, and so we... I hate that word. I hate it when people say hubs. Ew. <laughs> um, Steve, let's just give him a name. Um, Steve's been off. So we've been doing lots of walking, um, which has been great because it's definitely inspired me, given me lots and lots of things to think about as I finish off some pieces. So that's that's been nice. What about you? Yeah, no, I've been doing, it's been a sort of finishing off um, week of now. I'm just sort of starting to think ahead, you know, because it's not long now, because when this goes out, it will only be a couple of weeks or so before our um, exhibition. Yes. At oh my God. 24 AD Art Space in Bath. Yeah. Okay. So if you haven't been there, do go. So just really mm. close to the Abbey. But as well as that, it's all the other um, sort of exhibitions. Everything's so, happening. It's all happening. And then you suddenly realise that you've got to do, you know, there's all so many things to do in terms of, you know, organising your work. I mean, particularly if you've got a number of exhibitions, because... Mm. With the Take Two one, I want to launch new paintings at that. Both of us, yeah. Yeah, both of us to launch. So the exhibition before that that I've got, which is a a 10-day one in Bradford on Avon, I've got to make sure I don't take the work that I'm taking to the one in, you know, the start of September. Because otherwise, you know, if it sells, then you're sort of, Stuffed. Yeah, scuppering your yeah, scuppering the exhibition later on. So yeah. it's having balancing all your you know, balancing your work and then thinking, right, okay, what's the theme for this one? I don't know. Have you got you know, have you got enough work to go around or well I'm, I'm finishing some pieces to try and mix it. Um I'm not doing the Bravedon Avon one that you're doing. Oh right, okay. Am I? I'm not, am I? No, you're doing the one after. Yes, that's right. Oh, God. I suddenly had a flash of, I'm doing a Bradford on Avon one, though, but that comes later. Thankfully. I just, you don't have that moment of panic thinking, have I got myself mixed up? Um, so I think I'm going to have to get very wise with spreadsheets, lists, 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 lots of to-do lists, um, and get myself organised, which we talked about way back when. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I will have kind of different themes in the different exhibitions although a lot of my work is of a theme anyway Mm -hmm. I I want particular pieces 
to be placed together for 44 AD art space for the Take Two exhibition. And then I'll want something quite different in Bradford Avon. So it might be smaller pieces in Bradford Avon. Yeah. Whereas the space, the, the gallery hanging space in um, Bath just lends itself to bigger pieces. Yeah. So I'll, although we'll have a variety, I will also have the opportunity to hang bigger pieces. Mm-hmm. Where in Bradford on Avon, I, mean, I think mainly, you know, there will be slightly smaller pieces. I think majority. I was just thinking for the one in Bath, the yeah. Take Two exhibition. Shall yeah. we? I was just thinking, once we've got a, an idea of what we both want to show, you know, mm-hmm. well, our own personal spreadsheets. Mm. Shall we get together in the real? Oh my god! Actually, sort of have a cup of coffee outside with wow. paper and actually have our list of paintings, and then we can sort of pre-plan our hanging. You know, that's plan. crazy talk getting together. But yes, that would be absolutely perfect. Because otherwise, sorry, we dear listeners, there. we can't record that for you. Yeah, because <laughs> it will be very visual. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's what we need, isn't it? Because we do have the room sizes and the wall sizes. Yeah. And we definitely need um, a plan of where we're hanging things. Yeah, because, you know, both of us want to have good representation in the actual space. Yeah. So that when people come in, they see both both of our work. So we're not just having a, it's a Karen George show or a Gainer show. It's a joint show. Mm. So we need to sort yeah. of also, actually, probably a good idea if we take photos of the work. So we can that, see which hang together well. Yeah, so we can have an idea what palette the work is so that the work maybe goes together so if we do that we can mm. have some um you know photos of our stuff that we can show each other even if mm. it's just on the studio floor so we know that that's what you're thinking because be dreadful if it's a complete it'd be okay if it's a planned clash but if it was a <laughs> totally non-planned clash i think it's, yeah i mean i've got to i've got to um sort out framing booking the framing because our local I don't know about you but our local framers are still operating a, a an appointment basic based yeah yeah I think because a lot of framers or certainly the ones I know have quite small um shop fronts and they tend to have larger workspaces it, it's it's not conducive to having a crowd in there so it is kind of by appointment only really but that means yeah. you've got to really think in advance. So it's not just yeah. the, maybe two weeks beforehand, you know, getting it to yeah. them. You maybe have got to get to them sort of a month before. A month, yeah. Um, so, you know, that, you know, I've left it a bit late, but it'll be all right. So I'll have to sort of get in there and sort of book all that up so that I can actually get things framed. And they can actually order the materials in because they're having problems with, getting material getting stuff yeah I mean that's the other thing is is there's a real shortage at the moment of different materials coming in because some stuff they just can't get hold of uh, I think it's the same with buildings as well isn't it building materials are difficult to get hold of but that's that's a whole different thing so um, yeah so there's that side of that side of it and everything there's but- also it's not only planning the walls planning that we clash well or don't clash at all which would be really nice actually <laughs> <laughs> so it all sits well together yeah. it's also planning the preview evening yes but we need to do that before, before that also we have oh i'm just going for the party you're going for the party you're <laughs> for the party 
but it's also all the things to think about you know it's not just the exhibition it's actually publicizing the fact that you're doing an exhibition so we've done we've made a poster and we've had you've made a poster okay I use the term we the royal you're very nice (laughs) we've agreed a poster design uh, that merges our work but we've um so we've got the social media um artwork and we've got yeah our mailing list artwork yeah so it's making sure that you know, anyone doing exhibitions is you need to think ahead in terms of, for example, I got mine out in my mailing list for sort of end of July. I put a, a, a newsletter out and in that I had information about the September event. Yes. Yeah. So that it actually, um, you know, gives people a bit of notice and they can plan around. Especially if they actually like your work they've signed up to your newsletter so they like your work and they want to see what you're putting out that's new so that makes complete sense to actually give them a bit of a heads up beforehand so they can plan to be there or plan to visit and give them an idea of um, a date for a preview um yeah you know so to say say that you know and also the other thing is is making sure that they're aware that i mean i would like to give them the opportunity to see the work first before yeah. I subsequently put it on the website. Absolutely. And give the mailing list people sort of first shout. Yeah. Actually on that on that note, I'm just thinking now, I'll put links to both our mailing lists in the, the notes as well. Because if people do want to see what we're up to, mm-hmm. um th- then obviously if they sign up then they get the opportunity to have a quick peek. No, well, it'd be good because you know, there's all the things that you've got to think about in terms of pricing, naming, um, yeah. logging your paintings on your. I mean, I've got a painting spreadsheet now that yes. I list everything. Taking decent photos of your work so that you can. To be honest, that takes a few days to because you know you can't guarantee the light. Yeah. Mm. And then you know, it's just making sure that that all goes. I'm getting a bit better now after my last episode taking photos. <laughs> yes. I'm getting better. Yeah. Um, but so so that's sort of, um, you know, really good. I think also if you're doing an exhibition with another person mm. is making sure you work together and play on mm. each other's work. Sort of. Absolutely. If you're promoting, if you put something out on social media, mm. I will share it my story or something like that and yeah 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 and I think it's just sort of it's sort of creating that engagement with people so they can actually do it's I'm going to do little um sort of sneak peeks of portions of paintings you know just tantalize people about what's coming up um and just thinking of just different ways of sort of promoting it rather than saying here's another poster you know here's another I'm doing here's this yeah yeah um and also sort of having a theme, I think, is great because I'm, I think we're going to talk about this next time, but I've got another exhibition coming up at the end of, well, near the start of November with the Cam Valley Arts Trail. Yeah. That is going to be launching a new series of work that's based on sketches I did when I was away at the start of the month. Yes. And I'll talk about, I'll talk about that another time because you go into huge depth about prepping for that sort of thing but yeah 
having sort of um, something to hang your exhibition on, I think really is a good good idea rather than saying I've just got a collection of paintings. Yeah. Don't make sense. But I, I think the other thing is people, you know, love following the process and to see the finished pieces. I mean, this this is the advantage of social media. We work alone in our studios, as we've said before, but we can give people an idea of what we're doing and what's happening by engaging in Instagram, Facebook and everything else, they get glimpses of the work as we go along because that's how you and I work yeah. um, generally. And so when they when we actually come to exhibit, the people, you know, a lot of people have actually had an opportunity to just follow our progression. Even if it's, you know, a slow progression where you've got the ideas from, where, you know, when you've put photographs up of where you've been sketching and... You know, then you've done a little bit of screen printing or printing with your jelly pad or whatever to get some more ideas. And then eventually it comes together into a finished piece and it's it's, you know, varnished and framed. And isn't that lovely? And look what happened. And people really do enjoy that. I've known, you know, I know that with commissions, we've watched, you know, as you send little snippets across to the client, they really feel engaged in the piece because they've seen it form and so I think for other people who who don't know us personally but can see us on social media just those little bits and then you've got this full exhibition and even if they can't visit in person they feel engaged and it's lovely it's you know you know they may never buy but they're following you and they're that's nice to have that relationship with people yeah I was I was actually thinking um Mm. in terms of names do you have any tricks about how you name things? Oh my god! Well, interestingly, <laughs> I do have. Well, I mean, I'm random, as you know, and I kind of go with the flow a lot. But I was listening to a really beautiful. Uh, it was kind of a motivational book, if you like, but it wasn't. It was kind of talking about how we look after ourselves and things like that. So, because um, you know, I'm a bit of a hippie here and there. And my witchy tendencies come out. So I was working on some the small panels. Yeah. Um, 12 by 12 panels and doing lots of colours. And really what while this while I was listening to this book. And as I was working on it, there was lots of things about flowing with the river and the winding course and seeing the reflections for yourself and looking deeply. And I was so engaged with the work at the same time as I was listening to this, I was thinking, these are the names of my paintings. So I felt very inspired. So that was slightly different to my normal randomness because they all kind of named themselves as I was listening to um, this book, which I should actually find and reference maybe. Um, That's a good idea because I know some people use um, sort of snippets of lyrics um, yeah people use poetry don't they sort of bits mm. of poetry. if I'm reading a book and I come across a phrase and I think oh yeah. yes that that sums up um what I'm after I sort of yeah. have, and then I have a, a page in the back of my notebook where I write them down and just sort of hopefully sort of and then when I'm sort of coming to naming sometimes paper uh, painting really just name themselves so quickly Absolutely. and other times you maybe have a few and you think 
it's interesting to maybe sometimes I, I put out to somebody, oh, what would you call it? Um, mm. And it's I find that fascinating when you put out because you get so many different interpretations. And some of them you think, oh, yes, that's along the same sort of Theme. feeling that I was yeah. after. Yeah. And others are totally <laughs> nothing. Weird. They maybe they are, you can see where they've got the idea from, but it's yeah. not anything that you'd call you'd it. You'd ever, ever consider. No, or it's they see something very different in it to what you've seen in it. And you and that is really interesting because it you then have the debate of do you need to name it too specifically? Because people see things differently, don't mm. they? I, I yeah. end up naming it so it means something to me. Yes. Um, yeah. And you know, so I get the feel of it that I want to see. But yes. um yeah, no, sometimes after you've been painting a while and you've been you know, named effectively hundreds mm. of paintings over the years. You just think, goodness mm. me, what do I? I don't want to say series X, series one, two, three. I don't. I don't want to do that. Because um, no. each, I suppose, because each one is very Quite personal. Yeah, very different. Maybe if I was mm. doing a you know, a proper series of a theme, maybe it would be okay. Yeah, do I don't know even then I like I like the link of the words the feelings they evoke and even if they like you say mean something different to somebody else mm. I think uh, for me just giving it a kind of mm, one two three or a number or piece nine or whatever it just seems a bit clinical and neither was painting that way for, for you know for the work that we do um for other people it might be absolutely perfect because it really suits their style but we both kind of paint so personally I mean you're you know you interpret the landscape as you feel it is on the day and I interpret nature flowers whatever's around me on the way I see it on the day and because it's our own interpretation our own feeling that's evoked in the painting I think then the name becomes more personal yeah I think it sits better with our work than yeah you know I just hope that I'm not because in the uh, I'm not really late getting names because in the past (laughs) I have I mean we've got what a couple two or three weeks to go um to the exhibition I want to have them within a couple of weeks uh, within a week Because there is nothing worse than turning up with a, to an exhibition with a painting you've maybe just finished and then having the pressure of having to label it. Oh, my <laughs> God. And name on it last. <gasps> yeah, I'm trying to be a bit more organised and have things ready and named, yes. labelled, priced. And that's the other thing. Pricing work is something um, I think you get used to sort of what works for you. Mm. And I've I've got, I've worked out a... A sort of, I suppose, a template. A template in terms of mm. this size, yeah, match plus the frame, yeah, and um, work it out that way. Yeah, because I, I know that initially when I started to exhibit, I put on. Oh, I love this piece, so it's a bit more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I know I did. Yeah. There's no getting away from it. It's like oh, and I don't like that one as much. Therefore, it's a bit cheaper, which is a bit you know. Yeah, and so actually going with a, um, a standard sizing or 
the medium you used or the framing at letting all of that kind of be a, almost a standard price yeah um is much well I think I think it's much fairer as well for the client yeah it's quite it's more professional I think as well but far more yeah. far more professional the size that is that size yeah that then size you, so as you get that consistency it's easier then to price up a work and sort of hold yeah um, it informs everything it it really does um and on on that note so you're talking price now so how do you take payments and how do you label up and do you ever negotiate on prices when it comes to an exhibition oh yes well it depends I, I don't think we've had to when when I certainly not when I've been with you because people tend to just see a price and that's what they pay I've had sometimes but. I've had um a gallery say I was just thinking back to one of an art an art trial we did and I yeah I work in two places yes and in the other place they'd had an inquiry and they wanted to go and it was I think it was a friend of theirs would they be, mm. able, be able to reduce it and I said well um because they were getting the gallery was getting a commission and it was yeah friend I said well I'm happy for it to go for less but I don't want to have to carry the whole yes yeah, have the whole discount I want you to proportionally take it and they said mm. oh absolutely fine and so that was that was that makes sense and um, sometimes if people had been buying more than one painting yeah they've asked I've given them a dis- they've given them a discount and to be quite honest in early days if I hadn't sold anything all weekend and somebody came in and wanted a nice big painting, <laughs> would you be prepared to let it go for this? Because this is our budget. I might meet them halfway. Depending yeah. on the price. So if the, say, for yeah. example, if the painting was £500 and he said, oh, can can you do it for four I'll say, well, I, I'll meet you halfway. I can do awesome. it. Awesome. You know, just yeah. for example. Just a sort of yeah. bit of flexibility because you never know they may come back and I've had some people buy come back and buy more work. Yeah, if they know that you're sort of, I suppose, fair, fair to an extent. I mean, sometimes if you're there in person and you're not paying commission to a gallery space, yeah, you know, you've got a little bit of wriggle room. Yeah, because yes, gallery space. Sure. I mean, even the one we're going to, I think, is a twenty percent commission, isn't it? Sort of on yes. Your- so yeah. you've got to build that. Which is really actually very good. Yeah. You know, normal gallery charges would be, commissions yeah. would be I mean, up I just, to 50%. Yeah, so. I just had one that's um, 30% commission. So yeah. You just have to be aware of that and just almost, I, I almost just t- take that and think, right, that one's less. But I try and, I still try and keep my prices consistent. I don't put my prices up for galleries and cheap on my no. website. I just think no. right that's just and actually when you then do have um a gallery space and people go away and look at your work they can see the consistency in your pricing if they look on your website and everything they should see a consistency in the pricing yeah. you know like you said before that's the most professional way to do it but it's easy, yeah I mean it's easy isn't it to you know I just think in terms of payment that's the price of mm. it in terms of payment I've got um, like a iZettle, I use iZettle, like payment. Yeah, I've got a sum up, payment cart thing. Um, And as long as you've got Wi-Fi or good mobile reception, they're fine with taking payments. And a lot of people, particularly at the moment, 
attending to pay with card rather than you know they tend to pay with card anyway um mm. for sort of paintings because you know they're not walking around with hundreds of pounds in their pocket yeah i don't tend i don't take check in the early days i used to take checks um mm. i don't don't know the last time i saw a check i i always have a checkbook in my my bag can you imagine i don't know where my checkbook is i can't i can't not have a checkbook but i don't I mean, nowadays it's sort of nice to actually, yeah, it's nice to actually have a, a checkbook around. I don't know. I just like having it there just in case. Yeah, yeah. as a backup. As a backup, but not that I've ever yeah. needed to use it in the last few years. I, I honestly could not tell you if I've even got a checkbook. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, yeah. And and I actually received a check. It was a rebate from the electricity company or something a few days ago, and it was um, a check. And the fact that I could take a photograph of it and upload it into my account and not have to go to a bank hey. was lovely. Yeah, that yeah, was clever. great. And I know that apps, the bank apps are so clever and the security, thankfully, is so much better than it was when yeah. back in the day when the internet first started. I think the other thing, as well as having your card, you know, some people will have cash for smaller items. So you need a float. Make sure you yes. float, lots of change. Yep. And sure. also have packaging. You know, paper bag oh. and nice bags to carry the you know just just to give you know you've got this beautiful painting on the wall wrap it yeah. carefully don't just give an old sort of manky old sack carrier yeah. bag just get yeah. a decent bag and treat it as you know really valuable and then they'll they'll be pleased with that sort of sort of personal service you're giving you've wrapped it you've given it so it's like a gift or yeah absolutely uh, there's there's something that i am very glad has happened recently that is bubble wrap that is environmentally friendly biodegradable yeah yes well, and you can get cardboard the, as well can't you just yeah i was gonna say so i'm using a mixture of cardboard sheet but the only thing with cardboard which i discovered in the winter um well we're in england so the summer as well um exhibitions is that they get wet and they can easily get wet and so sometimes it's more you know it's better waterproofing to actually have the bubble wrap so I tend to go with the um the biodegradable one the green one me too or um I reuse as much as I can but that can get a bit scabby at times but also you end I end up cutting off all the bits you've stuck yeah smaller and smaller pieces um, yeah yeah so it's, yeah it's not as easy but yeah I, I keep a lot of packaging that things come in like you know when you order um canvases and boards and it comes in lovely packaging and I, I try to keep that but it takes up so much space yeah so I have a shed for packaging believe it or not most yeah. of my shed most well, of my got, storage set yeah shed. My, my old studio space I've got old boxes and my my mm. husband he says do you really need another box? And I, think, I know. Yes, I do. <laughs> I know. Steve's the same. kind of, well, how many can you keep? And the thing is, you need them and they're expensive to buy. And also, why throw it away if you're going to re- you can reuse it? So, um, so I try to be as thoughtful as I can in the packaging, but also it needs to look pretty. Yeah. You know, it, it, you know, not necessarily pretty, pretty, but tidy and neat and lovingly done. Even I mean, this is for posting out as well as in-person exhibitions, because you know that is a lot of people have spent you know quite a bit of money on a painting, and you want to want it to look nice when it arrives. 
yeah. them to feel it's special or when they open it when they get home you know when you open that bit of paper on something that you really treasure it makes a difference it feels good it does yeah. it does one thing though I mean I won't get into we won't get into all the packaging about sending things out but in terms of when you turn up to an exhibition yeah be there and be engaged talk yes. to people if they come in be smart you know smile and welcome them tell them the story about their paint your paintings how you yeah. created them sometimes mm. I mean I take sketchbooks to actually show them sketches you know actually have people so clicking through sketchbooks yeah um don't just sit behind your table buried with your head in a book almost looking or anything like that you know yeah and yeah. get to know other artists you're exhibiting with you absolutely know, because you don't know you could have a sort of as we did you could meet yeah. other artists that you get on really well with and you want to exhibit with in the future um you want to do a podcast with in the future i know who knows who knew who knew that that would ever happen that we didn't <laughs> that's crazy it. times isn't it the one thing i will more or less end my advice list on is if you're exhibiting for the first time take a hammer and nails yeah <laughs> and a tape measure and practical things like that because when you turn up to the venue if you need to hammer and you you'll have to either really really make good friends very quickly and steal their supplies or go out and buy them so just take everything you need beforehand picture hooks um, yeah tape measure blue tack yeah all the things all the things bit of sellotape you just never know. Yeah, have yourself a, an exhibition box of bits you need and keep it there. Scissors. Yeah. Or oh, business cards. Yes, take your business cards. Crikey, nearly forgot that one. Yeah, business cards. Because information about future events, if you've got any little flyers for people to pick up. Yeah. Um, I have a, you know, sign up for my studio newsletter flyer as well. That I have. Oh, I need to do one of those. Hang on, yeah. on my to-do list. And that's really useful to have there. So it's it's really, I think it's really good. And I think it's just make friends with um, where you're exhibiting because, you know, exhibition space is quite limited and yeah. you get booked up really quickly. So yeah. um, the one we're doing, and we've called it, and we'll end, we'll end on this. Yes. Would it take two, because this is the second attempt at trying to host a real life exhibition. It was supposed to be last year. And we deferred it. We we made one online, didn't we? We called that we did. New Horizons. So that was an online yep. one. And we reorganised our in the real, you know, real life exhibition with 44 AD um, for the March. And then we had another bout of COVID um, restrictions, which meant we couldn't do it. So we reorganised for September. And fingers crossed, things will still be okay that we can actually do it. But, so we yes. take two because there's two of us and also it's our second our second yeah we hope it's gonna it, happen it's gonna happen we've only got a few weeks to go so yeah. we hope everybody has enjoyed our chat about sort of how we're preparing but we need to book that coffee gainer um oh my goodness we do so yeah. all right have a good well week. have a jolly week yeah happy studio day it's a bit hot today so Hope you've got a fan out there or some shade mm-hmm. and have a lovely time everybody yeah get painting get naming paintings oh crap yeah i've got to got to get creative now with the naming 
All right, lots of love. Yeah, take care. See you next time. Bye. Smoke and say.